Discussion of horror, cult films, and cinema. This is that country. The science family. Want a date? You better get yourself a golly t-shirt, buddy. My name is Warren. His name was Jason. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Call me his name. The blackest eyes. Keep away. That's always mine. With your host, Loki Jesse. Cap dead. Details later. And Tim. Be my victim. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Troglodyte. I am here today joined via Instagram video with Eric. I don't know if I just say your last name, so I'm just going to not say it. But Eric, you, you go under the, on Instagram, Horror Man Cave. Is that right? Yes, sir. And wow, you just showed me like a little tour of your place and it, it wow, it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I've... Uh... I've been into horror, uh, of course, my whole life. Uh, so definitely, definitely not one of the the dudes just hopping on the bandwagon. But uh, yeah, currently, currently I am uh, just living life. I got two kids. I work for the oil field. Oh. But a cool, a cool thing I do as a side job is I make masks and props. Yeah, uh, and restore, restore masks and, and do stuff from horror movies and stuff like that. I also worked worked on a couple of local uh, B horror movies. One to uh, that I can talk about that's coming out here soon is going to be called uh, Passages of Nexus. Passages. I got to make the uh, yeah Passages of Nexus. It's kind of like a only fans gone wrong. Oh but, wow! Uh, I want to see that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a BDSM slasher type thing. So I got to make the mask for the killer, and I got to do uh, five kills for the movie. And I will say they are fucking pretty innovative and, and pretty ridiculous to give you a, a little taste of it. The first kill I did, uh, a woman gets gutted. Yeah. Which I made, I made 26 feet of guts, intestines. Oh, cool. And and they they pull him. He pulls them out, wraps them around her neck, throws them up over a rail at this bar, and then hangs her with her own guts. So that's a pretty different kill that I'd never seen in the movie, and that's why I I've never tried seen to... that either. But wow, well, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your your secret origin, as they say, because like, um, like what got into like you said, like you were like um as a kid a hot well based no, sorry, too excited about this question. What got it? What got? Sorry, so excited. What got you into horror? That's what I'm trying to oh, say. You're, you're good, man. Uh, get uh, basically, uh, if if you had to dial it in, my mom loved shitty horror movies. Yeah. And, uh, she said she took me to see Child's Play two when I was uh, three. I don't. I don't remember that, of course, <laughs> but. Yeah, so like she she got me on all that stuff and then started me with all the really cool stuff. A lot of the a lot of the stuff that's very nostalgic for me, of course, is Killer Clowns, Leprechaun. I really love Rumpelstiltskin. I, I have a soft uh, yeah 
soft heart for that one. It's a very fun movie. Not a lot of people talk enough about um, Tremors is amazing. Ghoulies, Critters, Love the Tiny Terrors, Puppet Master, all that stuff, man. That's uh, that's that's basically what got me going. And uh, at first, I was only a creature feature guy, right? And uh, and uh, the little killers, and then it just I, I I couldn't find any more of those, and then I just started going on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I then I became all of horror. I just became interested in all of it, and I still am, and I, I love it to this day, man. Which of the I gotta ask this question because this is something that I asked uh, um, name drop Damien when I met him, the Damien Leon from the Terrifier. I asked him this question. I kind of want to ask you now. Okay, so um, of the Godfathers of Gore of gore um well so there's two basically godfathers of gore there's the italian uh lucio felici hope i said that right and Herschel gordon lewis which of them like when it came to your special effects and kills which of them inspired you more when it came to the doing the kills well um i'm kind of all over the place with it man and, and i would definitely that I, I take a, a lot of inspiration from Mr. Tom Sabini because he takes a oh, lot of yeah. fucking he takes a lot of nothing and turns it into a lot of something which is dope um, and I try to do the same thing myself so like you know now did you, you, you get a budget for, for instance you get a budget at $2,500 yeah, yeah. to do five kills for a movie and I'm not saying that's exact but we'll just say that you know yeah we'll just... and and, and uh, you got to pay for all the materials and then you got to, you know, you got to come up with, you got to, you got to come up with some stuff and be innovative. So Tom Savini is a, is a big inspiration, even though he's kind of a turd in person. <laughs> oh God. I was going to ask you that. That was my next question. I'm so excited for this. So I had, um, I had met him uh, last year. Was it last year? Yeah, last year at the Texas Frightmare. He? Yeah, I go. Every, I go every year. So oh shit! Hey. Hopefully, I'll go this next year. I didn't go this year, but I went last year. But this year, I didn't have that much money. My friends really gave me so much shit about that. They're all like, "How could you go to these like B and C cons, but you can't go to the A one?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't have money. Like, I'm able to go to the other ones because like you know, like I can afford that." He's like, "Nah, man, you piece of shit. That's what you say." But, but that- you, you, you gotta you gotta make it out. It's a, uh, Frightmare is always one of the best ones. Uh, I recently went to uh, Indianapolis for Horror Hound slash Mascus. That was a fucking blast. Yeah. I usually, I usually try to make it out to Cult Classic, try to hit the Houston Horror Film Fest. Oh, There's a bunch of fun. I love <laughs> bunch the, of fun. I love, sorry, sorry. I love the Cult Classics. I love driving to Bastrop, Bastrop, whatever it's said. I, I don't even, I'm from Texas. I can't even like say that right. But are are you from the state of Texas also, or where are you? Yeah, yeah. I actually live in uh, Rome, which is uh, I'm, I'm I would like to say I'm near for Fort Dallas Fort Worth, but it's uh, if you know the area a little bit better, I'm closer to Decatur. Uh, I'm from the and I could bleep that out if you want me to later. Uh, I'm from the from the border town Laredo. It's it's not not a good place. It's very set in its ways. I'll say that. The, I don't like. I, it. Uh, I don't like it here. <laughs> I, I I know that, and I, I'm not really a fan of that either. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yes, when I met uh, Savini in person, he was, he was, I referred to him as Mr. Grumpy. He looks so grumpy when I met him. You know, a lot of people say uh, that he tells people that he has anxiety. So random people coming up to the table, yeah. he overthinks the situation nine out of 10 times and he doesn't know uh this this could just be me fucking good mouthing him because I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he he overthinks the situation a lot more than he should. When I when I when when I hear from that perspective, it makes sense. It already does. He doesn't he doesn't know if somebody's coming up to the table with a fucking a mic on to get him or a fucking interview. So many times people have come up to him with glasses, getting interviewed with glasses, and and got him to say silly things. So like he's 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 pretty cautious at this point, man. He's done a fucking lot of shit if you think about it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to look some of that stuff up now. Okay. So um, what like so he inspired you? So like when did you start getting um doing like the makeups and stuff like? Or like the mask. Like, how old were you when you started doing mask? Uh, mask. Yeah. I, I honestly, I about. So I'm 36 now, and uh, it was about three years ago I started oh. making masks, and it was just like a cool side project. I wanted to make them for myself. It's yeah. Like, no, nobody's ever made one of these. Nobody's ever made a Jack Attack from Demonic Toys. So, you know. Yeah. I had to. I had to sculpt one. You know, pull a pull a uh, what you call an ultra cow mold, two part mold on on both sides of it. Pull that apart. You pull the clay out. You pour your latex in. You get a fucking puppet of the the, the clown, the Jack Jack yeah. boys. You know, so I've always wanted one of those for myself. So it started out kind of something like that, you know, and and uh, then it just kind of took off. More people were wanting those Jack attacks. I ended up selling like fifty of those for three hundred and seventy five a pop ship. Oh wow! You know? uh, and, and I made good money off that, and that was just a side gig. So then. I kept going on with it, and, uh, and and yeah, like for instance, I've got one here. The the listeners won't be able to see it, but this is uh, movie molds of. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Troll. Yes, I I, I remember seeing that when I was young. I, it's something I need to rewatch again. But yeah, I remember that. So wow. this is movie molds, uh, a latex pool that I've pulled of uh gowan from movie troll and uh that's originally sculpted by gino crognali and mr uh beekler himself john carl beekler which is uh no longer with us so yeah. that's a crazy cool piece to have and uh yeah man uh, it's just I, I have a lot of fun with it and uh uh, I've I've actually acquired a, a couple of cool movie mold pieces. Like I have a, a Don Dollar's Night Beast movie molds. Yeah. I have the I have the Cellar Dweller movie molds. All all kinds of stuff, man. I have fun with it. That's so cool, man. That is that's awesome. Wow, and God, there was a, I had another question, but I totally had a brain fart. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Now. It's okay, man. All right. Well, let's get to it then. Um, we like I like I told you in our DMs, like our our rule it 
are one of our only rules. I don't know if we have any rules for this show sometimes, but we always ask a first-time guest to choose the film. And boy, did you choose... Um, wow. You chose uh, something that I had to order to see because... Yeah. So you chose um, Freezer, uh, also known as Cold Blood. But yeah, it, it's um, for the listeners. It is spelled um, F-R-E-E-Z and then apostrophe E-R. Freeze her, like freeze her, yeah, yeah. So, and I had a hard time finding that film because it's not available anywhere to stream. You probably, you probably had a hard time watching it too, man. I, I fucking dig to the bottom of the barrel to find these movies, and and for some reason, this one, even though it's so low budget, so shitty, it just sticks with me, and it's the comfort. And I just kind of like it. I don't know why, man. You know, I'm going to have to agree with you on that because, um, uh, well, let me do the synops- a quick synopsis for the film. So, Freezer, Freezer is about um, J.M. who accidentally kills his wife in a fit of rage when he finds out he discovers her. Not wanting to let her go, he keeps the body and he has it free. Uh, frozen in the and the bathtub until the the wife's lover starts showing up. Then JM decides to take off with the wife's body to go to a farmhouse and keep keep his wife there. While he's there, he he meets the caretaker John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some redneck yeah, John. I, I believe it's I believe it's John. I think you're yeah, right. John. And then John's wife, Julie, uh, while at the farm, JM finds a freezer. So he puts his wife's body, his body there. Jim, J, sorry, JM is trying to figure out what to do. He starts to lose his mind. Uh, John's cousin finds the body. So JM uh, tries to talk to him, but they get in a fight. He accidentally gets killed. Next, um, John finds out about the wife and he tries to blackmail, blackmail JM. And then he tries to get JM to kill his own wife, but that doesn't happen because John ends up no sorry J- JM ends up killing John, and then Julia who starts flirting with John or you feel something there, she's interested in him but nothing happens, and then she finds out that that uh, John has his wife. Oh yeah, and then the wife's lover comes in, and John no JM purposely kills him. And then he kind of is like wounded body. He gets left in the freezer. Julia finds him in the freezer. She closes the lid. That's the best I can do on this synopsis. Um, <laughs> Basically, yeah. to, to sum that up in a, in a short lump sum, fucking JM finds his wife cheating and he does. He loves her so much he doesn't want to let her go. So you yeah. know what? He says work on it, but then he gets pissed off in a rage fit fight. Hits her over the fucking head with the bat out of fucking rage and, and then he's he's even scared and looks at her like oh shit i just killed her yeah so then he's he's hiding her in the house for a little bit and the fucking the other boyfriend comes trying to look for her because she's not answering the phone obviously so fucking he has to hide that guy out so then he fucking boom pops her in the trunk of the car takes her out to her parents ranch where he fucking finds uh a freezer and he hides her in that freezer and uh, 
then he then he becomes a uh, yeah jointed with Julie or Julia. Is it Julie? I think it's Julie. Not not to say Julia. Now I'm thinking maybe I'm wrong, but I maybe don't it's know. Julie. Julie, yeah, I, we'll just say Julie. Yeah. Anyways, then he becomes united with Julie, and fucking, uh, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" You know, and then he finds out that these people are watching over this place, so he's having to fucking hide the body. He ends up killing, I think it's uh, the cousin. Four pe- yeah, four well, people trying to hide his dead wife's body in all this fucking shit. And it's just a fun, weird... It's not It's not even fun. It's just fucking weird, and it hits me in a weird, eerie way is why I like this it, movie. It did uh, that to me, too. Yeah. Um, even even the acting of fucking John fucking being a goofer coming in, ooh, I'll fix your fucking toilet and all that oh. shit, you know? I don't, I don't need that. Uh, I can do it myself, you know? You can go get me some fucking milk and cereal. How about that? And then he comes back with his fucking milk and cereal and he's like where's my change and he's like well there was no change and then he goes well i didn't ask for beer and he goes oh well that's mine <laughs> yeah. fun shitty things in this that i just adore for some reason and you know i think that this was this one movie like this movie company is like the only this is the only thing that they've ever done that i it fucking clung to me because I, I I grabbed another one of their movies. It's like called Magdalena's Brain or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I tried to watch this and it was fucking. It just it, it couldn't capture me at all. It couldn't grab me. Something about I don't know a body in the freezer was just fucking captivating to That's me. That's what I, captivated. I don't know. Like when he showed when he told me about it. And then when I was looking for it, it's like, you know, and then, like, you were almost going to choose, choose another one. But as I was reading the the summary of it, it's just like, wow, this is kind of interesting. And I'm just like, okay, fuck it. Like, I was, I spent the, the, the 10 bucks to get it on DVD. And it's just... Man, you, probably, you, probably, you probably spent... Eight dollars too much. I'm just kidding. No, I probably did. No. Okay, so at first I I found I got this on the Amazon. Well, I think on the Amazon Market. But wait, wait. Before I get into that, do you have this film on VHS or DVD? I have it on VHS uh, under the title of Freezer. Okay. And I have it on. I have it on DVD under the title of Cold Blood. Okay. Okay. Well, I got the DVD under the title Cold Blood because that's. That's one thing that um, every time I kept putting freezer, it kept giving me like freezer, like, you know, all together and like these action films or these other things. And then when I put cold my, blood, I, uh-huh. I'm sorry, my buddy. Yeah. Uh, Larry Marek, uh He's got a YouTube too. I, I can't remember what it's, I think it's called the, the FUC Larry. He fucking has the DVD of it under freezer. And I'm pretty sure that's pretty fucking rare. Oh yeah, it is. Cause I, I saw that DVD and it was, well, it was an, it was an, it was a hefty price. I'll say. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember how hefty, but like, I know it was like really hefty. And I know when I looked under eBay, they have the VHS for 20 bucks under freezer. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh. 
I think I scooped. I think I originally scooped mine on VHS at like a flea market or something because I'm always looking for horror movies at, at fucking flea markets. And if it's not, it's, if it's something I've never heard of, it's just like, hell yeah, I gotta buy, gotta buy it, check it out. If I don't like it, I'll take it to the VHS swap, sell it, you know? Cool. Uh, but like, I found that one and I was just like, it was like a Sunday watch. I think I was a little hungover, you know? I had some fucking. Uh, I think I had some tacos or some good food or something that morning uh, and fucking just watched it. And I really enjoyed it. Dude. It's, it, 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 I, I won't tell anybody this movie is amazing because it's not. It's no. a low piece of shit. But <laughs> for some reason, it is very, I don't know, it's very calming and relaxing to me to watch. And uh it does put you in a, a couple of weird pickles or, or situations. It's, uh, I don't know. It's just, give it, if you're listening to this right now, I would highly recommend that you at least give it a go, try to find it. Uh, do you, did you check to see if it's free on YouTube or Tubi or anywhere? No, but I did check, but no, it's not. I am. Oh, yeah. Let, let, just, me, let me double check again a, while we're here. This is how we live, people. Uh, yeah, it's a weird oddball, man. You might check YouTube, see, uh, check uh, Cold Blood and uh, Freezer, see see if it's either one of those. But uh, I, I, if you're listening right now, like I said, I would definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, it's not going to be like your fucking classic horror movies like The Exorcist or fucking It, you know, or anything like that. But uh, this is... This is, this is I don't know, man. It's just kind of a fucking under under the radar fucking movie that I found, and I, I was digging it, man. So I felt the need to kind of have a little podcast on it and talk about it. Yeah, um, I just checked. Uh, sadly, it's not there, but you know, you could still uh, hunt it down. You could you could hunt it down. Uh, it's it's around there somewhere. It, it's a nice hunt. I mean, just to watch it. I mean, that's what I did. Because, okay, so when I started seeing this, uh, well, yeah, because I just started seeing it last night. And, okay, I did not find the, okay, wait, did you, have you, have you seen the special features on the DVD or no? I have actually never watched the DVD. Oh. I've only ever put HS in. I just got it as to collect it. Okay, well, so, um, I'll just say this. I'll, I'll get into the because and the features they have like a making of, but I'll mention this. Um, I'll mention what I saw in that. What they said in that. Um, a little later, just remind me. But when I saw the the lead actor, uh, JM's performance, it sucked. It I didn't. It just felt so bland. I mean, like especially when um when he meet uh. Yes, went with with the with the the other guy when when he's trying to prevent somebody from getting into his house. I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck? Like he he doesn't he didn't feel scared. He just felt so bland about it. And and then when he gets to the farmhouse and he's like with that like who are you? It's just like it it didn't really get me, especially when he meets John at the at the door. He's like, uh, yeah, huh? <laughs> Like, 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 I didn't, it's like, he was just like so bland, but it wasn't until like towards the end of the film when 
it, it's like he figured he started figuring it out or something. But yeah. Like, throughout the whole thing, he did play it very weird. Yes. And I think that's more what he was trying to go for. Yeah. Instead of the that he needed to. Yeah, well, that's what the director said in his features. It's like, you know, that's why he chose him because he was so, like, he doesn't look like the type of person that would kill, and he just doesn't look like the type of person that would know what to do afterwards. He would just be so, like... So think, think about that. If you killed somebody, and you know your life's already over, you're gonna have, you're gonna be very emotionless. Yeah. You're gonna be very or, or at least in my thoughts, you, you you might, you know, I never personally lived that. But. Yeah, no, I never either. I mean, I thought, <laughs> I, yeah, this might, this might be used against me in court, but yeah, I thought of it. <laughs> like, I would probably be like a Joker S just laughing my ass off <laughs> in the courtroom, just smiling to the family. Hi, <laughs> I knew your just, brother. <laughs> I killed him. <laughs> All right, all right. I think I gotta go now, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We still got time. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I, can, uh, I, I don't think I'd be like that, but you know, uh, uh, I have it, a sick sense of humor. I, yeah, there would be definitely some sorrow and, and uh, weirdness going on in, in those moments. Yeah, there would. Yeah, and. I mean, honestly, I mean the the redneck John played it kind of more better than than JM, and that's another thing. Like, why? Like his name was JM. It's just, it's like, yeah, like the rather than just say Jim, James, Jesse, John, Jimmy, Johnny, whatever, they just they they just went another direction. Like, we'll just his name when people refer to him will just be his initials JM. Yeah, like I John John Mason, who knows? Yeah, cuz like Jimmy, Jimmy Masturbator, who knows? I, I just found it weird. It's just like everybody's like saying JM. It's just like it sounded to sometimes maybe cuz I was falling asleep. I, it sounded like it would say they would say Jim, but no, it was JM. I had to actually look at the credits. I don't credits. blame you for Sleep because I'm I'm telling you right now like I do like it but it, I don't I don't, I don't know why I'm just like in a comfy mood while I'm watching I'm just like okay like I I almost will fall asleep because it's not that great of a movie but at the same time I'm like all right you kind of reeled me back in a little bit well it did re- <laughs> it, it did re- reels you back in because like the when he's gonna kill John when he's digging the the hole and you see right there that he stops being like a little deer in the headlights and starts, you know, getting serious about killing. Cause, Oh, so like the, so the first two kills were accidents, but this one was intentional. The, when he killed John, it was like pretty intentional along with the other guy. Um, I think his name was Dan. Well, he kind of he had to at that point. Cause his life was already over from yeah. John's stand. You know, John, John was going to ride him until fucking death. Oh yeah, pretty sure. And then he was gonna have him yeah. kill his wife. Yeah, and he said, "What if I don't want to?" He goes, "Well, you don't really have a choice, you know." Yeah, but well, yeah, he was giving John. I'm oh, sorry, he was giving J. John was giving J. M. Either A or B, but then J. M. decided, "Wait, there's a C option," and you know, kills him. 
Actually, it should have been a K option. But, and some of these people just die real fast. I mean, yeah, I get the wife was like, you know, like a accidental hit, but when he killed the, the cousin. Okay, that was pretty funny, though, that the guy just falls on the axe. <laughs> yeah, that, that was almost like some fucking uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil shit where, like, the fucking hillbillies killing themselves off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or the yeah. kids are in that instance, you know? But, okay, so the wife um, was played by the director's um, wife, actually. That was his real-life wife. That well, See, was she not only played the wife and the corpse? Well, no, I think they made a plaster of her head. Uh, anyway, so she was also the cinematographer. Okay, cool. So, and that's what I was, like, that's what I was seeing, like, on the special features and that making up, because... There is not much of this film out there. So it's it's like all in the features in there. But, you know, one thing that I did like about this film was that they kept it very isolated. And they kept the, the you know, they kept the cast small. And the story did kind of kept, kept moving. Like, did you feel like it, like, did it keep moving for you? Or did you just, um did it lag for you? Well, I mean... I don't know, man. Uh, the first time I watched it, it was fucking a couple of years ago. I was probably stoned with the Peter Bone, fucking smoking weed or something. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I uh, at first, like you, you, you turn it on, you know, and you don't know if you're ever gonna like one of these new movies or not. So you're you're almost not paying attention that well, and then some shit starts happening, and you're like, oh shit, what did I miss? Yeah. So it's like. One of those ones where it's like, you almost have to fucking, okay, I'm going to restart this and watch it all and make sure I know everything that's going on. Because, like, at first you might not be interested in it, but then it fucking, it actually does reel you in a little bit. Yeah, it does. Because there are times where I would lose interest and I would start going to my phone and to play a game. And then all of a sudden, like, something would happen. So I'd be like, okay. But, yeah, it, it, it keep reeling me back in. To uncertain scenes, it's like as soon as it would start to get uh boring and low, then it boom like somebody dies and then he has to try to figure it out how to hide the body. Like with the when it came into the cousin, he thought like, oh, I'll just throw him in the lake, and then it's like, oh shit, he's there. So then he decides to take him out of the lake and bury him. Yeah. So and then how do how did John not notice that he was redigging a hole that was just recently dug? You know, there's all kinds of plot holes, but yeah, like, and he was in the back of the truck. So it's like, he couldn't like direct them on like where to go to dig a hole. I didn't mean to make that rhyme, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, what a coincidence that like he's digging a hole in the same spot that he already dug. And then the nighttime, yeah. Oh, but there is this one, um, this one scene that they that they broke down in the, well, the lighting. The lighting was very, kind of like a second, like kind of like another character because, in the night shots, they used um, they didn't use like uh the regular lighting they use for like you know when you when you when they when you, I'm sorry, I'm too excited about this. When they usually record in um for night shots, there's usually like a you know like some lights that will 
like the area will look light up, but like the people will have to pretend that it's still dark. They didn't do that here. They just they use the lights to like really like set the scene and the tone. And they uh especially with the with the headlights of the truck. For he's right there digging a hole, it's just you can't That that I actually worked pretty good with that scene though. Yeah, it did. And then when um when he puts the wife's body back in the freezer and he's hiding from Julia. I mean, that whole room is dark except for that one light over the freezer. And that is just like, because that is where the, basically, just that one light is like the central character. So you're seeing, you're seeing, you're seeing Julia, you're seeing JM right there talking to her. And it's just like, it's like, it's right, it, it's, the light is there. It's, it's like X marks the spot, you know, to, you know, like X marks the spot, like look in here and, She's not looking where she's supposed to be looking. She's looking at the JM. So that was yeah. pretty good when I think that's about that. Pretty rad little off, off-light off spotlight. That's, that's cool that you noticed that. That's pretty rad. Well, um, that's what they said in the special features. But like when when they said that, I'm like, well, yeah, that does make sense. I mean, I mean makes sense because it's like it's right there, the center of the room. It's. It's like, again, it's like literally like like there's a dead body in the room, but you're not noticing it. You're just noticing some, the person in front of you. She's so infatuated with him. She thinks she's found her hero, dude. Yeah. Uh, let's let's cut this to the fucking ending. Um, do you say a spoiler alert thing right here or no? Yeah. Spoiler, okay. yeah. What are spoilers? I mean, like pretty much now, we we, we already spoiled the whole film. So, <laughs> but then the actual, the actual full ending, we did not say. No, not yet. But that's no, cool. If they, okay. if they haven't would, watched the movie by now, I would, I would say, I would say that now is like the spoiler for the very, <laughs> the very end. I should what, have, your, I should have a button that says spoilers. Thoughts? What were your thoughts on that final battle? When fucking homie starts stabbing JM with the fucking pitchfork, and then and then on out. I want to hear what you have to say, and then I'll I'll say what I have to say. I okay. First thing, it's like, um, what a fucking okay, yeah, what a fucking bully. I mean, like, he's obviously <laughs> what no, a fucking bully. Well, man. I mean, okay, like. He, like, the guy already has size and muscle. He doesn't need a bat. He doesn't need a, a pitchfork. You know, just use, the, use his fucking fists, you know, or, like, you know, like, chokehold, you know, like. like the pitchfork in the abdomen. Yeah, it's just, like, like, yeah, okay. Okay, yes, you know, want to know where the Angela is or Andrea, whatever. I don't even forgot her name. I had it on AMDB, but, like, I totally, like, closed that page. But still. He wants to know where she is. The other guy is not saying, you know, it's like, you know, like pitchfork, pitchfork. It's just like, dude, you have muscles. Just punch him repeatedly over and over. I mean, like, I know it's a, I know it's a horror. I know they want to get blood there, but it's just like, <laughs> it's, you know, I'm going to use the fr- he finds her in the freezer, and he's like, "Oh, you can't have her. Nobody can." Oh yeah. And he's like crawling 
play after he stabs him in the abdomen, and then he stabs him in the back of the fucking knee and twists it, and you're just like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. I mean, like, okay, if, okay, if, if, if he would have seen the dead wife in the freezer first, then I could, I, I would be okay with the bat and the pitchfork and all that other stuff. Like, yeah, it's like, you know, you wanted to make him suffer, just like, you know, you think that the wife suffered. But it's just, it, how could, it, it's, it's, it's like, they went, he went from, yeah, he went from zero to 60 real fast. And I, I don't know, like, I, like, it was a good, no, nah, it wasn't that good. I'm, I'm not, well, it was good. It's just like, I would have been more okay. I mean, hindsight 2020, but I would have been more okay if he sees the wife, then he gets a pitchfork, then he makes him suffer instead of just like poke, poke, stab. Oh, you suck. Fuck. Is this why? It's just like, yeah, not. It, and then he, and then he's just like oh yeah and then like he he just suddenly remembers oh I threw the gun back here from the other night let's see if it's still there and he fired two shots the, the night before so would you say like I I'm not a gun aficionado but do, how many rounds do you think that um that gun had. Do you think it had six or I'm eight? Not, I'm not a gun either, but I'm imagining it's a six shooter. Yeah. So then he's he used two shots the night before, so then there would be four left. So and then all of a sudden he's a great marksman that he just hits him in the head, over dead center, right in, right in the forehead, and kills that motherfucker. And then climbs. This doesn't end here, folks. He climbs in. Freaking out, losing blood. He's probably fucking tripping because it's giving you scenes of when they were supposedly getting married or taking marriage pictures or something yeah. like that. And so he climbs in the freezer and fucking is just hugging her and loving her. You know, it's like, I love you. And, and he still wants her. And it's just, it's, it's kind of sad at that point. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, man. People actually do this in the fucking world. Yeah. Um, and then that's not the end, folks. That's not the end. So there's uh, so we, how many deaths do we have? We have the first death, which is the wife. Then we, then have, we the have the cousin. Then we have we John. Have the, we have John. And then we have fucking the boyfriend. Yeah. So that's four. And then our fifth and final death is coming up, folks. And it is. Uh, Julia walking up to the freezer to find JM in there hugging his dead wife while he's bleeding to death. And she freaks out and gets so scared she slams that fucking freezer and it locks and she runs off. Little does she know she locked it because the latch won't let JM out. So then it shakes, it shakes, it shakes until it stopped shaking, a.k.a. he ran out of air in there, and that is the fifth death in the film. She killed J.M. by suffocating him on accident because she was scared. Yeah. So it's, so it's like, you, you, you think about, damn, that's fucking gnarly. It's, first of all, it's a gnarly way to go, and then second of all, now is she going to be in trouble for doing that? No, because he fucking killed all those people. But yeah. Just it's just a real think piece of an ender right there. Well, it's just 
I feel that. Okay, I don't think he suffocated. I think he just like lost consciousness for lack of blood, and also since he was, I'm getting all logical about this. Sorry, <laughs> but it's just like you know, like no, there is no air in those things once you shut up. I think he suffocated. Okay, we'll go with that. It was suffocated. I well, just, well I, he I, was I, also cold, so like he could have been like you know lost consciousness. Well, maybe since he he had not that much blood. And you know, and then like there was air tight, and like, yeah. Then then then, why am I making too much of it? <laughs> I'm just like over over analyzing it way too much. Freezer, freezer is airtight, so it keeps your stuff cold and, and uh, uh, away from fucking air, obviously. So I think he fucking shook that thing until he fucking ran out of air and died. Is is my opinion? Yeah. Uh, but. I don't think she would have gotten in trouble. I think, like, well... No, def- uh, definitely not if he killed four people. Yeah. And she probably might be thanking him, like, for that. I mean, she she got she, she, she can finally leave. Well, she's able to leave now, now now that her husband, her abusive husband is dead. So... Yeah. But... I... I just... Damn, talk about toxic relationships, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah cause like you know we got the we got like you know like, who knows like how long that wife has been cheating on him with that other guy and then the guy still after accidentally kill her, killing her still stays with her for X amount of days and then we got the other toxic relationship of John and Julia and she was never gonna leave and well, yeah, unless she was dead, and he was never gonna let her go unless she was dead, and it's just so much toxicness, man. It's fuck. Yeah, talk about both, real world. Both relationships were pretty shitty. We'll just say that. And then the the, and then just I mean I think she has a type because she was like she was drawn to John to well, to J M, thinking that he was her savior, but no, he was just as messed up as her husband but not as bad this guy was just really okay i found that kind of cool that these that these characters never slept together like when they never had sex even though they're they, they kind of hinted at when she was like in the wife's wedding dress and then you see them in the bed and he's like in his boxers and you're thinking like okay they're just cuddling that's new like I would have expected some bumping and grinding, but they're just there, so that's a nice take. And maybe you, some you like you like the no sex? I just I mean it would have it would have made sense that they had sex, but as as Vince Russell says, swerve. We did we're gonna do a swerve. They're going to think they're going to have sex, but no, they are not. They're just going to cuddle and sleep next to each other. <laughs> so that was a nice swerve there. And Great. I mean, okay, let's just say hypothetically, if she found him in there and if she didn't like close the freezer and just accepted, accepted him for what he was, then, you know, that ending would have been, I guess, okay. But the way it ended, like, her reaction was more natural. 
I mean, yeah, I think her actually. I like, I like, I like him dying better. Yeah. It it uh, not only does it end better for her that way, but it also ends better for him that way because he wants to go to prison for the rest of their life for killing four people. Yeah, well, he was gonna go turn himself in for the wife. I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't gonna mention the other two. He went to prison. Huh? <laughs> he would have went to prison for that. Oh yeah, but I think he he was willing to go. I mean, because like he even said when he um. He even said when he was going to say goodbye to his wife or something, like in the freezer before he got um, cornered by the lover, um, that he was going to turn himself in. I mean, that well, wouldn't it, wouldn't, it, if he was honestly that infatuated with her that he killed her, don't you think it would have just been better to die than to go to prison and still not to get the love of your life? I think. He, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Depressing here. Wait, what, what was that? <laughs> I said I'm getting a little depressing here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I get I order analyze this way too much, but that's what I do. Oh man. Well, so what is your overall rating on this film? Like from one to what, ten. What, one to ten rating system. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I could define our rating system for you. It's a hoot. <laughs> Uh, have you ever heard our previous episodes? No. Okay. I, I have not. Okay. Well, this show will never air. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, it, it, it'll That's air. fair enough. You'll That's hear this. Enough. You'll hear this. Um, so, so our rating system is we have one to ten. Um, one being, oh, God, this is bad. We have two with, when will this be over? Why am I still watching this? Three, yeah, I can't. I have to skip over a few parts or I fell asleep in some of it. When I woke up, it still hasn't ended. Four, we define a four as, whoa, now it's getting getting a little better, but it's still a terrible movie. We have five with, well, it's over now. I survived. I made it through. Six. This started off bad, but slowly started getting better. Seven, a good start, sloppy middle, great ending. Eight, the film balanced out well. Nine, well, that was a good watch. And ten, are you ready for this? It's my co-host idea. Uh, Our ten, which is the highest, Johnny Depp, the greatest film with a flair Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Uh, so if I had to guess your rating for it, I would probably guess uh, you rated it at a four. Uh, in, in reading all of or listening to all your uh, definitions of all your ratings, I would probably say that I would go with a six on this one. Six. That is started off bad, but slowly starting getting better. You know, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go with that too, because it it did it. I mean, again, like the JM's acting was bad, and then it just started getting better. I just don't know what it is. Something about it, though. Like, even though it is bad, I had to keep watching it. So it's like, that's why when you ask me, it's like, you could choose any movie. Yeah, I could choose fucking any movie I want, but I'm going to choose something that nobody's fucking heard of, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And that's why for this 
Well, I'm pretty sure now people would have heard of it as like you know we keep this going. It is, we keep this going. And what was your friend's uh, name that has a YouTube channel that has this film on there? Uh, Larry the Fuc. Larry Fuc. Yes, go check out Larry's Fuc's channel for he's reviewing this film also. Freezer, also also known as Cold Blood. So we're, we're going to get this word around. It's it's a twenty year old film and we're no twenty. 20, a 24 year old film but we're gonna you know make sure that there's people find out about this film um wow so um where can we find you do you like you know like aside from instagram like do you have and aside from the film you talked about that you help with i mean do you have like a youtube channel also or do you have like a like I, I used to. I don't. I don't really mess with anything. All that. All my uh, social medias are going to be horror man cave. Eric Bindle is my full name. Uh, I have Facebook where I also post horror stuff and stuff like that. Uh, there, there's a TikTok I kind of started. I'm, I don't really do much on there. It's a horror man cave as well. But uh, what do you do yeah, on TikTok? I, I just did a recent birth i had a birthday so i did like a, a present unboxing of uh, my buddy best friend joe get, got me a really awesome bunch of presents and i opened on there one of them included was a nightmare fetty doll which is like the arabian knock off oh uh, bootleg of a freddy krueger which is really rare and pretty cool it's it's, it's even spelled on the box nightmare fetty f-e-d-d-y so it's just so stupid it's awesome but uh yeah, uh, I would say check me out on Instagram is where I'm most fluent, but also look into that new movie I got coming out, uh, Passages of Nexus, directed by Mr. Alex Digo, one of my good friends. Uh, I did the kills on that, and uh, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Okay, um, before we go, I gotta say, like, without without giving out any, without saying anything, well, any, well, what, how many projects do you have coming when it comes to? you know, doing films, like just without saying any names, just like, you know, a number, like how many do you have like on the burner? Three, three. Oh, wow. Including this one. Yes. Wow. That is so cool, man. Like, honestly, like, um, when you messaged me, I was thinking like, I don't know this person, but yeah, go for it. Like, you know, like, um, like for all I know, you could have been a serial killer and not me. Well, not that I'm a serial killer. And that yeah. that does not hold up in court. I, I was, I was drink, drinking, scrolling uh, Instagram, and I saw you. You did a podcast. I said you'd have me on. We'll, we'll we'll have fun and do one, and I'll drink with you, and we'll have some fun. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I gotta. I, I okay. I gotta ask you about this one because, like, you know, well, since you had fun, did you have fun? I gotta ask that first. Did you have fun? Yeah, I always love talking about horror movies. Okay, because this, when I read the summary to this film, it reminded me of another film that came out a few years ago. Just just a summary alone, I mean, like a different, um, have you ever seen Cold Blood? Cold, there's another, another one called no, Cold sorry, Blood? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, my bad. Blood's in the title, but it's not Cold Blood, I'm sorry, Dry Blood. Dry blood. No, I have not. Okay. Yeah. That film, this film, when I saw the, you know, the, when I read the premise and I saw like, oh, this is interesting. And then they, you know, it kind of reminds me. No, I mean, totally like different subjects, different genres and stuff, sort of, kind of. I know. 
it just has i don't know why but for some reason this other film dry blood and let me just make sure if um that's the right name because you know i already got it wrong with the stuff but it just remind yeah dry blood yeah dry blood so would you like to come back on the show and talk about that film dry blood it's available on tubi well tubi and um Vivu, Amazon Prime, and Plex, and Freebie. I am down if you come up with some kind of like, uh, oh, I'm down regardless, but I would like for you in return to come up with some kind of like fun horror trivia game or something for us to do. <laughs> really? I could do that. If you're, if you're down with that. Yeah, I'm down. I might not know all the, que- might not know all the answers, but I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, that reminds me. Okay, so this one, uh, I have. What is, what is, what is some? Well, I mean, we can talk about this later, but yeah. we can, some kind of fun curriculum we can do on the on the show as well. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, that's that'll be a first. Cause okay, so like a few months ago, like um, I was at, at my friend's house. Him and his friend, they do like the horror movie nights, and that one night they were doing like trivia, and mm-hmm. okay. The questions he was asking the other people, I knew the answers, and they didn't know. But when he got to me, he asked me that one question that I didn't know. No, yeah, it's it's always totally like that. We can do something else, or or just figure out something fun, like uh, you know, like I don't know. We we'll think about it. I'll I'll, I'll stew on something with you, and we'll come up with some kind of cool um, side thing to do. In we could do a we could do a name that tune, <laughs> like okay, name this tune, name that tune, or uh, ding, 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 even ding. you know, like I hit you with five uh, movie uh, catchphrases, you know, like off the front of it, yeah, and you tell me what title it is, you know, yeah, or taglines, or yeah, okay. that's, that's, I mean taglines, sorry. Well, taglines also. Um, also, we could go into oh god, now my head's exploding. We could go into subgenres like you know, like shark exploitation or like zombie exploitation or like cannibal or things like that or Italian giallo and yeah, my head's just blowing away now. Oh man, uh, this is so uh, much fun. Yeah, any anything, it's something fun. Like, can you name fucking? Uh, so you could name the most zombie movies, the most shark movies or fucking, or, or fucking, Hey, you have like, it's your turn. You got to name, you got to name at least 10 zombie movies. You got to name 10 sharks. It's just something like that. Some fun. We'll have fun with it, man. Yeah. Go for it, man. Just, um, yeah. Just one final question before I let you go. And I should have asked this at the very beginning. Do you have a favorite horror film or is it just, you just have like too many to, to name just one? Man, I, 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 I can't, yeah. I can't dial it That's to fine. one, but I, I will go back and say that, you know, um, all the little, the little terrors from like the full moon movies, the yeah. early empire movies, uh, uh, sub branch into fucking, you know, Puppet Master, Ghoulies, Critters, Gremlins, all the little fucking monsters are really what got me into loving uh, the genre. It's funny, like, my friend um, Rudy, he's a huge Puppet Master fan. Like, one Halloween, he, well, he has the Blade mask, so, like, you know, he, he dressed up as Blade, and 
like later on that night, he went to the strip club with some friends, and he ended up winning the costume contest as Blade. Oh wow, dude! The 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 strippers love Blade, then. Huh? Yeah, that sounded so <laughs> <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Oh man, well thank you so much for being on the show, dude. I can't wait to have you again and we'll have some fun curricular thing to do. But thank you so right. much, man. I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And just thank you. Thank you so much. I cannot say thank you so much. Man, I cannot say thank you. I'm so excited to say thank you. Just thank you, dude. Thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> this. I, I am humbled by you. So yeah, thank you. Hey, hey, uh, uh like I said, I, I fucking really enjoyed it. I just yeah, I, I've done podcasts before, uh, and I used to have a couple podcasts, and uh, one of them being Three Guys That Horror. Uh, after that, I was on Home Video Holocaust, and I just kind of missed it. I saw you are doing a fucking deal, and somehow we followed each other, so I said, fuck it. Uh, yeah, put me on one, dude. I'll come hang out. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, I'd love to have you again, and thank you so much for your time, and I really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Right on. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram at Troglodyte Horror and Cult Film Review or email us at troglodytehacf at gmail.com altogether lowercase. If you want to support the podcast, join our Patreon. 